0: Welcome to episode 47 of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Today we talk about finding happiness. We're using Gretchen Rubin's book, The Happiness Project, and we're looking at the month of April where she challenges us to explore happiness and see what we can do to make that happiness grow bigger. We're going to focus on several different happiness concepts and we're going to help build that stronger foundation of happiness. Let's get started. Welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I am Kim McLaughlin, your host. I am a licensed psychotherapist, motivational speaker, blogger, author, and podcaster. I help people when they feel frustrated, overwhelmed, and overloaded, and it shows up in overeating and over dieting. When we talk on this podcast about feeding your soul, it's really beyond food. Food can show up as the problem. But really, we're talking about all the areas that lead us into overeating. And I want you to know you are in the right place. Today, we're talking about finding happiness in the month of April. We've been doing this look at the book From Gretchen Rubin called The Happiness Project. We've been doing it since the first of the year, where we go through her book, which each month has different topics on happiness. She's made it her business to look at research around happiness and has presented a lot of ideas every month for us to increase our happiness. If you're interested in looking back on the other podcasts, I've had them in every month. This is month April, so January, February, March. And I looked it up so I could let you know today, which podcast numbers they are. So January is number 36, February is 39, and March is number 42. It'll also be listed in the show notes so you can go back and listen. It's pretty fun if you've ever read Gretchen's books. These topics will really resonate with you, but also if you've never read her book, I think you will find the topic of happiness and having a look at it on a monthly basis is quite interesting and helpful. Right now, as I'm recording this podcast, we're still at a time of shelter in place in my home state of California. And I think most other states are in the same position. I think we're all kind of in the same boat where we're being asked to stay at home, businesses have closed, people have been working home or they've been laid off or furloughed. It's really been an interesting and and tough time. And I find that, or what I've been hearing is our normal escapes that where we can find quote unquote happiness has been taken away from us. All the things that we used to do to help ourselves feel happier Are gone like going and going to the gym or going to swim get a pedicure go meet friends out for coffee those we can't do anymore and or at least not for this point in time so we've really had to all stretch and look inside to what is bringing us happiness I found it interesting because the first couple of weeks that we were on the shelter in place order, now we're at, I don't know, I I don't keep track of the weeks anymore. It's probably week four or week five. But we were asked to shelter in place and, and the first two weeks were kind of uneventful. I think it was really odd and overwhelming and there was a lot of feelings of angst But it really, for me and other people I've talked to, is in week three, we started to get a little restless and feel uncomfortable. And I think that was the time where we had to start checking in to our own inner resources and find ways to help us bring out that happiness because things were looking and have been looking pretty bleak. People have been pretty sick. There is this fear of spreading this coronavirus. And we've had to, Stay away from each other, which feels horrible in a certain way. We can't go out and do all the things we normally do. I found that as we've had to have the shelter in place, what's been coming out for a lot of folks is more of a sense of self-love and love of humanity and a sense of peace. There's been more of this inward journey. I find people are smiling when I'm out taking a walk, which we do most every day. And I think a lot of you have been out walking too because I've been seeing everybody out and about. But we smile each other, we say hi. When I see people out, we'll make comment about the weather. But it's more in a more of a connection way because I think we're all craving so much connection. We're doing a lot more of connections in different ways now, but also this internal connection of how am I going to get through this? How am I going to be the better person while this is going on? Gretchen in her book talks about focusing on becoming more playful in this month, which I thought was really interesting because... I've had to wonder about how to be more playful and being more playful with my husband and my daughter when we're really in a very serious time and if you think about it too much or if you watch too much news, it can be very disheartening and feel overwhelming. I welcome this idea this month of having more of a playful attitude and I love that Gretchen talks about it. She talks about playfulness in the juxtaposition of children and being with children and her children. But I want you to know that this idea of playfulness is really not just about being with children. It is about being with yourself, being with other people and being in more of that playful mood. So, I want to present to you some ideas that she discusses and really think about how it fits right now in terms of this coronavirus time. I'll probably do this podcast next year and talk about this book without having it in the context of the coronavirus because... I know we'll be in a totally different state, but when we look at happiness from the lens of what's going on right now in our country, I think we can all agree that there could be more opportunities to increase happiness and to have a greater sense of well being with what's going on right now. When I reviewed her book in the month of April, she had some interesting ideas that I want to go through one by one and see how. Me, you, all of us might bring these concepts into alignment with what we're doing right now. So, one way of finding happiness in the month of April, she talked about the idea of singing in the morning. And I found that interesting because I remember when I was a teen and I remember being at a girlfriend's house and Her mom had the radio going in the morning. I actually remember what song was playing that one morning I was there. And they would use the radio when they got up in the morning. And it was such a joyful experience. I remember to this day that feeling of being involved in that music. And when I saw Gretchen wrote about singing in the morning, that was the memory that came back to me. Since the COVID-19 has been coming around and we've had to shelter in place, I actually have been listening to more music and I've been especially listening to more musical theater recordings. Many of you might have heard me talk or have seen some of my writings where I talk about myself being a musical theater freak. I love musical theater. I haven't been in any plays. If I could ever live my life over, I would love to be on Broadway and do all that, but that just isn't. Something that's gonna happen in my lifetime. But I love listening to the music and I found that when I have been listening to the recordings of the music, I feel so enlivened. I'll have the song in my head for the rest of the day and I'll really feel extraordinary and happy because it just makes me feel good. I also love the aspect of singing. So I will turn the recording on and I will sing. I did this this last weekend and I was in the bedroom, I shut the door, I turned the music on loud and I sang loud. And I asked my family later if they had heard me and yes, they did. And. It's okay for me. You can hear me sing and think whatever you want to about my voice, but it made me feel so good to be re-energized with music. Now that I'm not driving around barely ever, I don't get the chance to listen to music in the car like I would normally do. So now I have to make it more of an intention that when I'm sitting down that I'll turn on Pandora or I have some stations on Amazon Prime that I like to listen to. And I'll listen to it and really feel that joy and that sense of oneness with the music. Gretchen talks about singing in the morning as being a frame of mind. And she would ask herself as she would go through her day, did she have that singing in the morning frame of mind later on in the day? It's a really nice reminder of, am I being uplifting with myself? Am I being that kind of? Bold person that I want to be by singing and being in the flow and being in the music. So I encourage you as your day goes on to really wonder, am I singing? Am I really taking this time to feel less stressed at any point during the day? Hi, everyone. This is Kim and my book is out. Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, a six-step system to peace with food is live. I recommend you get it. It has all my six components of feeding your soul, as well as my own story. Pick it up now. You can find it on my website at feedyoursoulunlimited.com. Thanks. A second idea that Gretchen talks about in regards to finding happiness this month is She says that we should acknowledge the reality of people's feelings. Truthfully, this is classic communication 101. I love that she wrote about this because this is so important. If you get anything out of this podcast, please get the idea of listening and acknowledging people's feelings. What I find when somebody will talk about their feelings, the other person might say something like, you don't feel that way, you shouldn't feel that way, get over it, what's wrong with you, this isn't that bad. There are lots of ways that our feelings are discounted and in my work as a psychotherapist, I see this all the time. I see this with couples right in in the work that I do in the in the room with them and the discounting of feelings back and forth. What happens when we discount each other's feelings is we discount the reality. We discount their experience. Just because somebody else has a feeling that you don't resonate with, that you don't resonate with that experience or that feeling in that moment, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist for them. You might call the feeling one word and they might call the feeling another word. It doesn't matter. The fact that they're having a feeling that doesn't resonate with you is none of your business. It doesn't matter. And it's not an opportunity to fight them out of their feelings or to tell them they shouldn't have those feelings. It's really a time to embrace it because it gives you an opportunity to better understand where that person's coming from. Right now, we're living in a time during COVID-19 where we're really in close proximity with people that we live with. There's less outlets for our feelings. There's not a way to get away. We can't just go off on our own. We can't go to our work. We can't go off to school. We can't go drive to a friend's house. The options for us getting away from others is more limited, and it becomes harder and harder to have those outlets that we used to have for our feelings. My daughter is someone that loves to go to other people's house she loves to have sleepovers at her friend's house have her friends come sleep over here and have play dates in in their house or our house so she has that opportunity at other points in time to really release those feelings and to not feel stuck in them my husband and i used to be able to drive to work and we could have the time to and from work to kind of release any feelings that we have or to kind of disengage while we're at work. We can disengage from the feelings at home. Now we're stuck with each other. We are together a lot, and this can lead to heightened emotions. In my work, I help my clients learn effective communication, and this is what I try to work on at home myself because I'm just like everybody else, and I can get triggered, and I can feel upset and have a lot of feelings come out. And my husband might not understand where I'm coming from. So let me tell you, the best technique I can tell you that I tell every couple that comes in to see me is the best thing you can do is to just acknowledge how the other person feels. It's really that simple. Acknowledge how they feel. No judgment, just acknowledge it. This is powerful. You All you have to do is if they say... I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling overwhelmed. These things are all going on. You say, oh, I hear you say that you're feeling upset. All you're doing is reflecting back how they feel. It doesn't matter that you might not understand it. It might not mat, it doesn't matter that you don't agree with how they feel. This is how they feel. Often when we come back at them and say you don't feel this certain ways because we feel uncomfortable with their feelings or we might even feel uncomfortable with our own feelings and so we want to shut the feelings down so that we don't feel uncomfortable. This is the time right now to allow other people to be with their feelings. Listen to them and acknowledge that you hear them. Really what people want is they just want to be heard and they just want to be acknowledged. You don't have to do any more than that. I promise you it will make your life so much better. This is the number one technique that will get you through the rest of your life. It's not just during this time of this intense closeness that we have. It will be something that will last you for forever. Another technique, her third technique that she talks about, which I find really interesting, is be a treasure house of happy memories. Well, that's a big statement of how we find happiness through being a treasure house of happy memories. Gretchen says it's important to keep happy memories vivid. She says that studies show that recalling happy times helps boost happiness in the present. What I do when I talk to people is I call them remember whens. And I always find that remember whens bring back joy of that time where you were together. This is why when you look at old pictures, when you talk about fun that you've had, when you share stories, it feels like you're reliving the moment and it enlivens you and makes you feel happy. Another way to keep the treasure house of happy memories is to keep up with family members and to let them know how you're doing and have those kind of connections. These people are people that you've had. Actually, it's family members and friends. I need to add that to my list. So keep up with family members and friends to let them know how you're doing connect with them and ask how they're doing. These are people that you have memories of connection with. So there is that good feeling with them based on all of the years of experience is added into that moment of learning about what's going on with them. Another area Gretchen talks about in terms of these happy memories is the importance of family traditions where there's really this excitement around the tradition and the things that you do together that are familiar. This idea that she's talking about when she says about being a treasure house of happy memories is interesting to me right now during this coronavirus. And I it made me think about, and I actually had a talk with my husband before I came on this podcast, because there are lots of traditions we've had that right now we can't do. There are people that we can't see, and so we can't have the same kind of connections that we used to have in the past. Right now, I'm I'm taping this on Good Friday, and there are no, at least not in my area, there's no live Good Friday services, and there will be no live Easter services. There won't be the large community Easter egg hunts that we have in the area, which are so much fun. I love seeing all the kids. My daughter used to participate in those big Easter egg hunts, but we're not going to have it. It won't be around this year. So all the things that we had as these traditions, we won't be able to do this year. And it made me think of whether I wanted to institute new traditions this year since we won't be able to visit our family because we're on shelter in place orders. But I realize I don't want to create new traditions. I will be willing to create new memories with my family. But the traditions are the traditions. And next year, we'll all be together and we will celebrate again. I think of the memories that we're going to make this year over this Easter time with my family. And it'll be The memories of talking with our family and having a Zoom call with them so we can see everybody, so we can keep in close contact to have that good connection with family. We'll do something fun on Easter, but it will be really different. And I'm going to think about ways that we could have fun because it can be an opportunity for happiness not sadness that we're not seeing our family and engaging in our regular traditions, but we can have fun and do things in a new and different way this year because things are different this year. There are churches that are having live stream services so you can go see, have a service, but while you're at home, it saves on a lot of driving. You don't have to go buy a new dress or new clothes and it will be fun in a different way and we can make memories that we can reflect on later and acknowledge, look how far we came when we had to be on a shelter in place orders. And we're we're now so far away from that because we've learned how to live life differently. I want to know what are you going to do to increase your happiness? At the end of every podcast, we talk about doables, and this is still another doable, is what are you going to do to be happy? I know this is a hard time. I, I acknowledge it and resonate with it, and some days I'm stuck in how sucky it is. But the times are tough, and we're going to come out better on the other side. I truly believe that this is an opportunity for us to dig down deep inside and to explore ourselves and to make new memories, to have different experiences with others, and to be present to what's going on right now. There's room to be happy in tough times. You can be happy even though things are tough. Be aware of what's going on outside. The sun is shining. There are flowers that are blooming. There are blessings all around. Happiness is around ready for us to grab hold of it if we decide to find it. I thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you're going to take some new ideas away to practice more happiness. I look forward to talking with you next week on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. We come to you every Monday with fresh new ideas to help you end emotional eating and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and review it and let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us.